two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. And their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Most impressive. A big thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is August 7th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber, and I'm joined by Zanger. Totally professional podcast host, Justin Zanger. And master of the soundboard, Russ. Remember Alderaan! Down with the Empire! Hey, what's going on, guys? Russ, in your absence, I've made sure to conclude every single episode with Remember Alderaan. In your oh, I saw, oh, I I heard that. I, I, I really appreciate it. I was like, oh man, why isn't it on the soundboard? Now it is. Good. Yes. Get it. Down with the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have you another piece of Knights of Vader merchandise. Remember Alderaan down with the Empire. Up there with the I hate Kirk t-shirt. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Call back to an episode that people did not listen to. Um all right, but Just like episode, this one. No, I think I think this will be an episode people like. Oh, people sorry, wanted, sorry. Totally serious podcaster Justin Zenger here, not making a joke. Yes. Oh, Rush, have you, I'm not sure if you've heard it, but Zenger's not allowed to make jokes anymore. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I'll try to pick up the slack, maybe. <laughs> He's basically the Robert Downey Jr. of this podcast. He just wouldn't stop quipping. Like, every 10 seconds, it was a quip, and we had to tell him to knock it off. That's like, why oh, you now on. have totally professional podcast host Justin Zenger. I think, I think professional Zenger in the same sentence is kind of like a contradiction, but... Something's catching on fire somewhere in response. Oh, <laughs> that's a joke. And someone's oh, paying him to do this as well. <laughs> oh, man, we made it, what, folks? About 60, 60 to 85 seconds in, and he eventually made a joke. Um, podcast host Justin Zenger, I've been downgraded. Oh, boy. No more Our- professional. All right, Zenger, today's topic was your idea, so please tell the audience at home what you have in store for them. I, I can say the rumor mill is a turning with um, this, the the Ryan Johnson trilogy, and that it could involve or will involve or something involving the old Republic. So I figured it would be a fun opportunity since Zach asks us hypothetically every week, what do you want from <laughs> X, Y, or Z? I ask <laughs> us now hypothetically, what would we want from a... Star Wars, technically prequels to the prequels, a trilogy that, as of right now, as of the recording of this episode, has no connection to anything, would have no connection to anything else except for Jedis and existing in the same universe. I'm only saying that because there's going to be some big reveal of that race somehow connected to, like, Darth Revan or something. It's, I don't know. It seems too late to introduce, like, Revan at this point. But I'm, I'm, here's the thing, because I, I have this funny feeling in the back of my mind that there's some that somehow that's why they're waiting on talking about this or announcing it is because it's going to somehow tie into Rise of Skywalker and they're going to somehow do it. And it's going to make me not blindingly angry. 
<laughs> so you're saying they might use the Rise of Skywalker as kind of like a backdoor pilot into like a prequel series that took place or thousands really, of years before the main films. Really heavily set it up. Like, I don't think like, it's like some, something up to where they're like to where Palpatine's sitting there and he's like back during the old republic, the Sith were oh. blah, blah, blah. and it's like Oh, this is how they're doing it. Instead of just leaving it alone and letting it be it. Because what I want from it is for it to be its own thing and for it to, you know, I know that there's games that exist. I don't even want them to take from those. I want it to be its completely own new idea. That would but that's be interesting. Just like, 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 like just an opening, my, my opening thesis to this discussion today. So long and short of it, that's the topic today, everyone. Well, that's cool. I mean, I, yeah, I think, the games are pretty well tread at this point. I mean, those two games, everybody knows, and there's all the books well, three, about Malik and Revan, and you're talking about that, right? Like, yes. just nobody based on anybody. But I mean, are they going to keep some of the stuff, like like I, Sith Academy or any of that? What would they? I you know? assume they keep a little bit since there was stuff um, in the Clone War. Yeah, Clone Wars that were for that references back to to them. And I think there's something in Rebels that also there's another mention or some stuff. This canon stuff like the statues in the Jedi Temple and stuff, yeah. which are technically Old Republic figures. And if they're in the film, you know, and people they've been named by Lucas, then, yeah, they have to exist in this. Yeah. So like I said stuff like that. I, I, I don't mind. But like I said I just wanted to kind of get an idea of like where we go from this if they didn't use the, like if the, the games or something they were just going to completely ignore kind of like they did with. The other stuff from like, um, even though there's elements of like Jason Solo and there's elements of the uh, expanded universe in the new trilogy, it's not taken word for word or page for page. Man, what if they just use the Mandalorian as their big setup for it? Because I mean, you can go back to like then the in that one of the main factions in it is like the Mandalore War, and they got the Jedi and the Sith kind of all existing at the same time. When like a kind of a better history lesson that you could get with that. I mean, it's that called the cool. Mandalorian, but that takes place after the original. Would that trilogy, be way right? after? But, but that's that's yeah, after the after Jedi. Trilogy. It's after Jedi, I believe. Yes, and and that's the other thing uh, for the unwashed masses. I mean, I there I feel like they almost have to distinguish it so drastically from anything else, so no one's getting confused on when it takes place. So I think like. They should make stuff look bad. Like they should make it like it is a very long time ago. Like, imagine the Senate floor, right? Instead of all, <clears throat> instead of all the uh, pods floating around, they're like on like little crane lifts and they're moving clunky. Like, <laughs> we don't have to follow that. Everything was that awesome. We can make it look like the prequels in the the current timeline is you know the, the advancement. But they that could would, also that would be fun. <laughs> they could also do it to where it is all still the same for some reason. But yet, there's been no. Uh, that oh, I'm, I'm, weird. I'm getting that... I'm getting steampunk imagery in my head of steampunk Star Wars, and it's terrifying. <laughs> Everything's like gas powered and just floating around, <laughs> jittery. That's why they got all those gas mines, still. Exactly. Well, my question is like, okay, I never played any of the Knights of the Old Republic games. Never played the MMO RPG. Uh, my entire experience with the Old Republic or that just era is the cinematic trailers from the MMORPG. Um, I love those; those are great. Yeah, you know, they I, are. I that's my complete understanding, though. But those have a very Star Wars prequel vibe to them. 
Oh, like yeah. there's nothing well, there. So my question is, if you are going to do something like this, and this is probably the reason why we haven't heard anything about it is how do you go back thousands of years in star Wars yet make it look similar to the star Wars we know and love because you have the original trilogy, which is very worn down future. You have the prequel, which is very sleek and futuristic. Then you have the sequel trilogy, which is a weird sort of like sleek, worn down future. So how do you like if you look at those cinematic trailers, they look more or less like Star Wars from like the Clone Wars era. Like the only thing that looks a little bit different is like there's a I know one you have the pirate character and he has like a droid and the droids like much more has more wheels to the ground as opposed to like R2D2. And that's my thing. It's like, how do you reconcile the aesthetic of the old Republic? Not for maybe general audiences, but for the people that will immediately cry out, not my Star Wars, when they say, oh, we're going to ignore your games. See, I, I already can, I already know there's going to be backlash from that. The second they're like, yeah, we're not going to really, and everyone's going to be like, but why? And it's like, but has that ever stopped them before? <laughs> yes, yes, because we haven't heard Think about it After the rise of Skywalker, we're waiting three years For another Star Wars film You know what, after Avengers Endgame How long we're waiting for another Marvel film Like, like two weeks Exactly, like- <laughs> exactly That's the joke It's like, oh, did- Star Wars needs to cool down Whereas Marvel's just, let's just keep pumping them out Pumping them out, the public cannot It's funny it's the the mold's like, getting hot and broken and brittle from all the use we're putting it through, sir. Should we keep it going? Well, it's kind of like, again, Zenger, we'll get this. Russ, I'm not how big of, of a uh, Simpsons fan you are. But it's oh, like the yeah, tre- big. It's like the Treehouse of Horror thing with like what uh, Homer sells his soul for the donut. He gets put in the punishment chair. Yeah. Where it's, like the, like, it's like the infinite amount of donuts into the machine that keeps force feeding him until eventually it just runs out of donuts to feed I, him. I, I'd love that scene because the like demon that's in charge of him is like shaking his head. And it's like I, I he, he didn't stop. <laughs> well, that's what's funny. <laughs> that's it's funny. Disney is the demon in audiences. Casual mass audiences are Homer. And the donuts are MCU films. You just keep eating them. They just—they don't care how bad they are. Just keep giving me crap. And the Lion King made like four billion dollars this weekend. It's just but the it's, idea. That, it's not good. I know. I'm, it's that's the point. And I think that's the weird thing with this is that clearly audiences are much more temperamental with Star Wars than they are with Marvel. And I'm not oh, sure. sure. That's, and I'm not sure if that's because audiences care more about Star Wars, or is it just apathy toward it? Like, okay, um, it's fun seeing all the old characters back, but once we get that out of our system, it's like, whatever. Like, it's going to be a great test to see come like, like you guys already hinted at with The Mandalorian. It's, is that going to do well? Or is that just going to appease... The, the Star Wars fans, because I can't imagine a bunch of 12-year-olds being like, yo, I can't wait to watch this series that features a character that looks that looks kind of like... Looks like the guy I like. Well, not even him. That, that I kind of like. Not even that I kind of like. That my dad, my 45-year-old dad kind of likes. That my uncle has a tattoo of that was done badly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. It's, it's the idea that 
is Star Wars, not want to say over, but unless they really, and again, you guys kind of tented upon this, but we got to delve into it more now, is that are they going to have to reinvent Star Wars? Maybe with the, with the Old Republic. Or if that's the next thing. I guess we should have to keep qualifying that. If that's the next thing. We don't know what this next trilogy is going to be. But well, if it is that. It's weird how it's not canon still. Like that's that's still a thing that it's not canon. So it's like that's that's kind of weird. That they're still the not. The Republic accepted. games aren't. Yeah, like like nothing. They're, they're like, yeah, we're not officially saying if it is or isn't canon, and it's like that's kind of weird. And then it's like, just but this, we'll like, sell like a black series figure of it, like now, and yeah, people yeah, die yeah. to get their Darth Revan, and you know they have to have it. Yeah, it's it's this weird, like it's in this limbo of it exists but it doesn't. It is it is the Schrodinger's, um, it is the Schrodinger's cat of Star Wars right now. It both exists and doesn't at the same time. It'll be funny. Well, it's it's, it's, it's legendary. podcast host Justin Zinger. Yeah, that was a good one. So I'll, I'll derail it for a sec. What if at uh, Star Wars Celebration, the uh, Disney just goes around and they get all the non-canon uh, cosplayers and they just like get them out and just throw all of them out. <laughs> all the Revens are all piled up in the front. Anyway, the Jason Solos, any droid that's not canon, they that would be that would be great. Just to uh, really like just bring the message home. This it's over, guys. Me- May I, may I uh, uh, have a rebuttal to that with another joke? <laughs> may I may I uh, podcast host Justin Zanger? Yes, professional right. podcast. Oh. Professional podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> all right, Russ. If they're kicking out all the Jason Solo uh, cosplayers, would that mean they kick out the Kylo Ren ones too? Ooh, yeah. No, come on. No, Canon. Yeah, they got that. There's. Well, yeah, Kylo. oh yeah, that would be too confusing. Yeah. Exactly. You can the same easily character. switch an accessory and you're like, Baha, they, it was me. They keep them in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, we can't tell if they're Jason or Ben Solo. Eh, Kylo Ren, Darth Cadis. What's the difference? <laughs> keep them in the lobby until we figure it out. That it's kind of a bummer. Those some of those characters look really good too. I don't know if you remember that video that was um I think it was an ad. It was like when uh, uh when the big multiplayer game came out for Old Republic where they mm-hmm. took all the characters and they had them go into Times Square and they did like a, a duel against each other like right in Times Square and everyone was like, "Whoa." And you know, they got all these Jedi fighting each other, but the characters actually looked cool in real life. Like I guess and- it was Revan. And that's the thing that that's why I wanted to discuss this because I'm like I feel that that would do good. Like, yeah, people like, like, like the designs are awesome. The characters look great. The I mean, and once again, I'm like saying this, even though I said a few minutes ago we're not going to use like don't don't do that. But now I'm like, well, what if we did? Yeah. Kind of use that stuff. See, I would still like it to be sort of still kind of vaguely. I just I just assume Star Wars is stuck in this weird bubble where technology like. They got the space travel and all that stuff super quick, and then just everything else just kind of sat there for ever. That's why ships last for eternity. Well, well, Star Wars isn't about technology. It's the Wild Wild West. A spaceship is more or less a horse. That's what it is. It's not meant again. the The sci fi element of Star Wars has always been just a kind of like it's a backdrop almost just it's a way exactly. to get from here to there but they are using they're gonna get a bit more little techie issues going on like in last jedi well, you know yeah where, 
so tracking information you had to remember from the last movie like the 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 tech is becoming a bit more of a thing and r2d2 having the plans in force awakens that he had to get from the old death star like how would you know those things so with you saying that that does bring up an interesting thing though because if i'm i i just said i'm i'm breaking my own rule more more than anyone else so (laughs) average podcast host justin (laughs) um so the one trailer where it had the guy that was obviously voiced by Joe DiMaggio, who was like the Han Solo guy who had the like cowboy hat on, yes. his guns looked like six, six shooters to an extent. Yeah. And he had the cowboy hat on. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so that, that does play into that perfectly. Well, that's again, it's hang on, I think it was a quote that was said recently. By George Lucas, or I think it was John Favreau talking about like, the Mandalorian. He's like, "Oh, when George Lucas was on set for the Mandalorian, like one day, he's like, he told me like he gave me one piece of advice: these films are for children, and it's about just it's about the characters." Oh and that's wait, wait, Zach, can can we hear that from um, Ray Romano real quick? <laughs> it's more like kids. The character Deborah. It's for the characters. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Ray's not Ray didn't have a cup of coffee this morning, folks. He needs to go back to bed. <laughs> but no, I think the biggest problem with the old republic is that A, it re- require a complete overhaul of what Star Wars is, which I'm inclined to think they're doing because you don't take three years off just to kind of be like, oh, we're going right back to where we left off. You don't do that. Three years is reinventing the property. And when you do that, you again not my Star Wars. It'll come out of the woodwork again. Like think about it. what are all the YouTube channels that have spent two years complaining about how Star Wars is in ruin? What are they going to do for three years? Like yes, they're going to milk the the Rise of Skywalker. Again, the Rise of Skywalker makes one penny less than the Force Awakens, and then never mind. They're still going to blame, look at it, and say, "Oh look, it did it did worse than Endgame. Star Wars is dead." What are they going to do when they find out that the Old Republic? Which is this weird thing that, like, I don't think is too popular. Like, it, no, no, it no. was popular. Well, we're going to find out real quick when they say we're going to do this with it. And people don't like it, how popular it is. But, like, okay, I think it's fair to say that I am a tad higher than a casual Star Wars fan. Um, as someone who lives in perpetual fear of being bludgeoned to death in their sleep from Star Wars ships above their head. I've never played any of the Knights of the Old Republic games. I, I have fun. no interest in well, I don't doubt that, but like, you know what they should be doing right now? If they if they are, are inclined to make an old Republic movie, I don't care if it's based around Revan, Malik, or any or Nihilus or Malgus or any of those. If they are a lot of guesses, yes, there's a, there's a lot of Dars out there too. Yeah. It's the idea that if they are going to do that, their first priority should have been remastering the old Republic. And I'm not just talking about like a clean, like, or a fresh coat of paint. I mean, like a halo, like one and two level, like, Oh, we're going to redo this from the ground up. They do something. There's a problem with that. Bioware is too busy destroying mass effect as a franchise to start (laughs) their new franchise of Anthem. And then watch that dumpster fire continue to burn as it slowly starts to burn down the house. It's near. I don't get. I didn't get a word of that, folks. But I'm to somebody out there, it made sense. <laughs> Somebody's like, ah, oh, someone's pumping just got their fist right now. Someone just someone pulled right, over. Someone right now is like pointing me like that guy gets it. He yeah. gets it. He he's not just an average podcast host. He's an excellent podcast host. <laughs> excellent. If you podcast got it, hon- honk at honk at the next car you see. You got it. <laughs> 
<laughs> It'll feel good and just wave to him like a thumbs up. They'll they'll get you. But Daniel, you have to you get where I'm coming from, right? With that, like they need if they are going to do something like this, they have to like like prime. But that's it a acknowledging bit. that franchise is being canon. No, it's not because they're still making old, the old Republic thing that came out like ten years ago. They're still pumping time and money into that, and nobody yeah, seems to like be upset. Yeah, does that still go on? Yeah, I jumped on. Sure. I jumped on when that game started because uh, I re- I played the the other ones, the first two games. Uh, my wife still plays. She actually got them on Xbox recently and was playing mm-hmm. them on there. But I was uh, I played Star Wars Galaxies forever before that, so I was actually excited when this came out. I'm like, oh, this will be fun, and I don't know. I might have lasted like a month. I was like, this is impossible, and everybody's like cookie cutter. What is this? So yeah. I was out really early. Uh, we have the collector's edition somewhere in this house, <laughs> like with the statue and everything. They, I know I it was know. like a big Christmas gift one year, like ta-da, and you got like a three-month membership in a sixty-dollar game. All right, cool. You know, sat there. I remember at yeah. one point and tying this into like we were talking about before we started recording. I saw it like on Kmart.com for like thirty dollars, and I'm like, wow, it's really good price for all that. And I realized, what am I going to do with any of it? I just like xed out the browser. <laughs> like it's like after a while he's like wow that's really cool like a great price for that thing and he like reality sets in you're like what am i gonna do with any of this it's like malchus I, I don't know who really that is outside of like a six minute long like trailer i'm like yeah, he's cool oh, looking man, those but... trailers are so good well that's exactly not... if you're gonna do these movies you need to like focus on a... almost every star wars starts with a kid and you got or a teenager and you got to follow them through it even rogue one you know they do like a Whole, you know, episode one for in the first, you know, five minutes. They did. In Jin Erso. But think back to those three cinematic trailers. I know there's a fourth one out there that really doesn't tie into the into the other ones. But just those core three. You look at those. Those are very prequel-esque. They have the flipping with the lightsabers. And that's what I want from this. I want that. But that's not what I think about it. Sir, unless they finally chase out those fans that are 45 years and older, the ones that are just still hostile to the stuff. To what was it? Remember, Zanger, we did what? Uh, what was it? The, the fandom survey episode? Yeah. And we had the people who don't like the, that still don't like the prequels. Like, until they chase those people of the, of the fan base out, they're not going to. It's funny. You might appease the not my Star Wars people, but the ones who hate the prequels will start complaining then. But these are going to be so disconnected. I think that's the problem is a lot of people are like, oh, because also if we're doing this at a time frame when the Jedi and Sith were at like at each other's throats, all of those um, Sith and Jedi are going to be at like the prime of their fighting ability instead of these lazy guys we got in the so prequels. It's the pre- no, they're that's not lazy. The is it, it going to be 500 Jedi and 400 Sith on a battlefield ever? Yeah. Is, I mean, is that really well this would go would you yeah. things like that is, it would it be like that big of an epic thing it seems like that's what it looks like in some of that old republic stuff oh, but, but how is that any different than the fi- than the final uh battle of attack of the clones how is it not the battle of geonosis at that point because we care exactly but how okay <laughs> it's still cgi creatures fighting each other it didn't no one said that, that was bad yes it does you're the one who hates that film i don't hate that part of it but that's not compelling cinema. It's like the end of like Avengers Endgame. It's just CGI punching each other in the face. That's not I mean, compelling it's look more cinema. Like Game of Th- if the Game of Thrones guys are in there, is it going to look like those battles? Which oh I mean, man, they just have lightsabers the- instead. Actually, just re-edit Game of Thrones, but give them lightsabers. Ships. Yeah, yeah and the ships. battles of Blackwater and stuff. Yeah, yeah. The ships have to the float. There you go. 
<laughs> which is worse, the fact that I've never played any Old Republic stuff or I've never seen Game of Thrones, which is worse. Like an episode or never, never, neither one. I've not seen. I've not you, seen any you, Old Republic stuff or any Game of Thrones. You kind of won out on the the other one. It's fine. I mean, they but they did have some good, great, they had great episodes of just like the battles where finally things will culminate. I mean, those were yeah. pretty well done, especially in the early seasons. Really, really good. I guess my thing is that like if they are going to do Old Republic stuff, are they going to move away from like Star Warsy? And are they going to try to go medieval with it? Like, forget steampunk. Are they going to try to do medieval? <laughs> yeah, Sam Star Jackson's Wars? coming back. They're going medieval on him. Oh, he doesn't have a point. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Well, I was like, like, they're going to have to re. If they are going to do something like this, like this three-year break, nobody is talking about this. Everybody is so distracted we by are. Rise of Sky. Yes, we are because I like to think that on this podcast we are looking at things differently than all the other ones that are just too busy suckling at the teat of just the scoops and rumors game. It's the idea like waiting three think about it in entertain like entertainment the rule of thumb is you cannot wait any longer than two years to make a sequel. Any time longer than two years is the kiss of death for a franchise. And Disney's like, we're going to give it three years because you know what? We have a Mandalorian TV show, a seventh season to a TV show that was canceled nine years ago. And we're doing it <laughs> a Endor movie. Well, think about it. Clone Wars got canceled in the spring of 2013 they hadn't worked on episodes since like the end of 2012 and we're apparently not getting uh clone wars saved until like the earliest sometime in 2020 so we're talking seven years and yet people think that's the revitalization of star wars it's like 13 episodes to a show that was canceled seven years ago. It's like reality check, folks. That's not going to save Star Wars. It's almost as bad as doing a spinoff show to a character that died in the first spinoff movie. <laughs> like it's called like it, it feels like the equivalent of doing a live action Lion King remake. It's like, oh, is Calrissian Endor a fun, cool character? Yeah, but he had his time. He died bringing the Death Star plans to Princess Leia. To give him a show is to go back. Star Wars has never been going about going back. And I guess someone out there is screaming, what about the prequels? The prequels are never about going back creatively. They were going forward. They're about opening the right. Star Wars universe. And that's They're what all I'm going saying. back. That's Solo, Rogue One, now this. Exactly. Well, that, you know, yes. Does Mandalorian technologically... Move forward if we're considering it after Return of the Jedi. Well, they actually have to start marketing it first. The thing comes out in three months, and they have not marketed it at all. Well, they announced so. the price point of Disney of uh, the Disney Plus, and um, that you can bundle it with your Hulu subscription okay. for the same price as Netflix. Okay, point to be made. Excited. Think of it this way. Remember how I'm we watching all the trailers right now too? By the way. Good, good. <laughs> of course, you were would be Sanger. You wouldn't be right unless you were watching something in the background or recording an episode of this podcast. You're back now. You're back down now. The average podcast host, no, Sanger. abysmal podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> no, but remember how during the, the the beginning of Solo or the marketing, remember that we, we got our first piece of marketing for Solo with the Super Bowl, and that yeah. was like three months yeah. before the film came out. The Mandalorian debuts on Disney Plus November 12th. It is mm. August 7th. 
We are three months away and they still have not begun marketing this. Disney has not learned a single thing from the solo debacle. They're not marketing, but we have a frozen two trailer. We have all this stuff that Disney's doing. Think about it. There's people. Oh, yeah, we had two. I didn't even think about that. You have two trailers from that. You have have a teaser and a trailer. We have Maleficent. We have two Maleficent trailers. It's like they they just okay. This is I don't I don't want to sound hyper, hyperbolic, but like I, you can't help but get the impression they don't care about Star Wars. They're not prioritizing it. And I'm not saying that Star Wars should suck the air out of everything else, but I think it was a couple of weeks ago on my uh, the, the episode I did about the forecast of the rise of Skywalker. It's like it's the marketing team. Well, it does. You're not uh, wrong. Sorry, sorry. Um, one star reviewed podcast host Justin Zinger. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen Paltrow podcast host Justin, Justin Zinger. Zinger. <laughs> uh, but no, but that's. I think about that. Why aren't they marketing this stuff? And that's what makes me so scared about the future of Star Wars. Is that I don't think they know. Like we also don't know, for example, that maybe Kathleen Kennedy will. Retire, resign, whatever word you want to use. Maybe she will, and that's why they're kind of like just spinning their wheels for the time being. <laughs> now that's a buzzword. Now that is a contemporary buzzword. Um, but no, but look, think of it though. You guys have seen Finger the stories. on the Pulse co- co- podcast host Justin Zinger. You guys have seen the stories though that like what J.J. Abrams signed with Warner Brothers to like he like signed like a half a tr- like trillion dollar deal to do stuff for them. Benny Often Wise signed a deal with I think Netflix. I I could be wrong about that to do stuff with them. Is oh, like, the Game of these- Thrones guys. Yeah, did they? Yeah, they, did- yeah, that that that's official because that was their response to. Hulu it's Netflix, being, right? Yeah. It's, okay, so I'll make sure about that. That, that, but, that was a response to the price point and everything of being like, we got them. <laughs> but that's what I mean, though. It's like, think about it. You have all these people that are supposedly, at least in the J.J. Abrams case, we know for fact, that are working on Star Wars, yet they're all, like, like inking future deals. So it's like, you can't help but think that, like, let's say you're you're working in a job, but you know in, like, six months you're going to leave. It's like not to say your heart's not in it, though, but clearly your future is not there. Like, think about it. if Benioff and Wise are going to spend the next like decade working on Star Wars films with their trilogy. Why did they just sign a deal to a, a deal to work with Netflix? That's it's so peculiar. Not to say you can't have like your fingers in different things. I'm not saying you can't do that, though. But at but, what level are they doing stuff with all of it? That's the thing. I think a lot of it hasn't been revealed. That's what I mean. I, it could I be you say, produce, and I mean, no and offense it could to be, producers. I mean, I've heard, it, I've heard also that it might be Ryan Johnson and the the Benny Austin wives. This is, might be the same project that they write, he directs, and that you know maybe they wouldn't have to have such a like hands on thing. It's a, you know, or at least Ryan Johnson wouldn't. I I don't know. That's it. if only they actually told us things. <laughs> think about yeah, Mark, right. We think only about- care about it more than anything. Why are you holding it back? Yeah, let's just think about the marketing too. Yeah, I and I love all that. I mean, I was at Denny's when Solo was in there. It's, I want more stuff like that in Star Wars. You went go to out a for Denny's stuff. for Star Wars. That's commitment. Oh man, I, yeah, yeah. You had to get the Solo cups, and they had they had the all the cards of all the aliens. It was great. Who's your hospital? Therm like scissor that, punch. Right? I have a therm scissor punch Denny's trading card. Give me more yeah. of that. 
Russ is truly a committed Star Wars fan, folks. He got <laughs> diarrhea just to get a third scissor punch. <laughs> Denny's is fine. <laughs> Denny's is great. It's almost <laughs> as good as Bob Evans. <laughs> oh, oh, God. After that, folks, you could say he had his honeymoon reception in a Waffle House. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but no. Classy. <laughs> <laughs> he splurged. Uh, I did eat at one on my honeymoon, but go on. <laughs> don't don't no clarify which one. Yeah, please don't. Uh, keep it ambiguous. Um, but no, like that's uh, you, that's the excellent point, Russ. Like it's funny. They I wouldn't be surprised that like Disney thinks those sort of things are like below them because I know just even like a couple weeks ago, I was at McDonald's and they had like, like a, a big display for like all the Lion King toys. And I'm like, Oh, wouldn't it be great that like we had like a star Wars promotion like that? We're like, Oh, go to like McDonald's like every week in December and get a toy from the rise of Skywalker. Then you realize that like they did that for the force awakens and it was at oh, subway. It lots of stuff. Oh, but, oh like, yeah. I, I have a bunch. No, it was a tote I bag. A, it was a tote bag. The tote bag, yeah, I uh, I got the tote bags for Rebels. They didn't do it for Force Awakens, oh, they did, did they? I think it was Rebels. It was I Rebels. I think I, I thought they did. I think I have most Awakens of them. <laughs> I think that was one of the 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 most recent really good ones. I, man, years ago, uh, during the prequels, Burger King had all the little plastic yeah. guys. Like, of almost everybody. I have a ton of those still. I had, a, my, I had a real little kid at the time, so I was getting those all the time. And Burger King was like, they did the best Star Wars merch, man. The glasses back in the day during the original trilogy. They did watches when like the re releases came out, like in little tins and stuff. Remember that during the Phantom Yeah, the Menace, Phantom Menace. Pizza, sure. Hut, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC. Every single, yeah. like, every single one of them had like a dozen different toys okay. each. And they had different, like, remember the, the, the toppers to the cups? Remember that? They had like Darth sure. Maul, Sebulba, Watto. They like, also had that during the re releases, too. Stuff yeah, talk about. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. There would at least be three serials that had something or a little set to get, which they even did up to during the prequels. They did that too. I know I have a box of Star Wars cereal with like a game on the back of it with Obi Wan on it. They even did it for the, the Phantom Menace 3D re release. They had pens. I have like a Jar Jar pen, a Queen Amidala pen, an Obi Wan pen. Oh, yeah, I have, pen. I have a 3PO pen from that. I know what you're talking about. The little, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the cereal things. Yeah, they're but great. They, they just they don't for some reason though. But like to this day, I can still go into I'm grocery stores. Spoon. They did do spoons, I think, in a cereal. I'm actually looking at a that's, ray spoon that was that's was in a cereal, lame. like a spoon. It's like a, come it's a on, spoon, yeah. it's just a spoon. Like where's the fun with that? Though? Like think about as it. Like, our fans who are spoon collectors look at their spoon collection and go, "Why I oughta." What was it, Zenger? Two weeks ago, we had what we hit the perfect niche of train collectors and Star yes. Wars fans. Yes. This week, we're yeah, because R and R was there. Yeah, because you had R and R. Yeah, because he wasn't there. We, we neither of us were there. Yeah, y'all went on a nice little train. Dot. I almost brought it up when we were talking about the old West. I was like, man, we, I don't want to rear him back into trains, but here we are. Well, we don't have R and R this week. We just have one R. And like, what is that? Yeah, it's, it's, we, we have either road. the rail or the road. <laughs> exactly, we have oh. the rail or the road. Well, my initials are RR, so I'll just have to cover it. Oh, okay. That is right. But no, getting, back, is... to, getting back to the Old Republic, though, is the idea that, like, will they do that? Like, will we get full-court press Star Wars again, where we get just, like, the marketing deluge? Because even looking at Avengers Endgame, they don't even do that. I think about it. Avengers Endgame came out in April, and Disney didn't have toys. I think, imagine if, for, like, McDonald's did, like, collector's glasses for Avengers Endgame, where you have, like, one They're glass. They're scared off. 
supersized me screwed all that up i think i think that's more has to do with uh people you know speaking out about putting children you know incentivizing really unhealthy food for kids with toys but it's not the we don't we want them you know it's not like the kids <laughs> will give them to them we'll eat the, i'll go pick up a couple happy meals and if they want one it's fine but we're keeping the toy <laughs> but they did it for the lion king though they did it for toy story four yeah, so like it's they're, they're clearly not afraid, especially at this point. McDonald's has been bullied into the fact that like if you want to order your kid a hamburger at McDonald's, they essentially like call child protective services and be like, "Sir, you get them chicken McNuggets and apple slices, or else you're not gonna have your kids when you walk out of this restaurant." It's oh. it's that maybe but can it's you- a murder. Maybe it's like you can't put a Kylo Ren in there because he's like, oh, like I got a murderer. But I guess there's, you know, people get killed in Lion King. It's animated, but. But even like, look at it the other way, though. It's like they're not even doing that with Avengers. Like I'm saying like a couple yeah. minutes ago. Like, can you imagine if McDonald's had a promotion? Forget Happy Meal toys. Ignore the toys. Let's say there was some promotion that like, like for the purchase of every Big Mac in like $1.99 or $2.99, <laughs> you got like one of those. Remember that you remember that you said like those glasses, like those really nice like mm-hmm. glasses. Like yeah, I have a couple of ones. lead poison in those are I have a that was ones. that was the Shrek ones. Those that was the <laughs> Let's Shrek be ones. clear. Oh, no, no, it's I, any it's any vintage uh uh cup as well. But they're great. Is it really? No, no one drink out of any old Star Wars cups. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pause sec. We got pause for a second. Is it true that it's all the old cups, or is it just the? I, Sh- I know the Shrek I, ones I, were the bad ones. Well, I had heard that uh, just the real old Star Wars ones, the Burger King, the Empire Star Wars. Oh, I thought you so meant vintage any... the vintage mugs. No, no, the vintage old old ones. Oh, I thought you meant like all the McDonald's ones because I still have a set of four like Disney theme parks. Parks ones that I drink out of like every single day. So like I'm gonna die soon if that's the case. Those carcinogens <laughs> in the paint of those. Yeah, I don't but, know. Maybe like anything pre eighty six. Maybe who's oh, maybe stay away well, from. That's no, something that. But if you go on Google and type in like Shrek McDonald's glasses, they had like a major recall like in two thousand ten. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not joking because I have one of them. I bought like one with had like donkey on it. And I remember like I was still in high school and my mom's like, oh, we have to return it. I'm like, like hell we are. I'm keeping the Christmas <laughs> cup. I still have it somewhere. I think yeah, it's it's uh yeah, it's somewhere. But no, but can you imagine though, like if they had some promotion for Avengers Endgame, where like can you I, oh god, how many characters are there in Avengers Endgame? Like eight trillion. Imagine if like every week <laughs> they had different like glass with like, I don't know, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. Uh, whoever, Black Panther, and you have all them though every week for like yeah, the $10. obesity rate. The obesity rate rises like three percent per week. We're like, you know, <laughs> they're watching it like a like a crisis. It's on the news. But, he, but we, it's, day, no, it's week three of the Avengers Endgame Cup deal. And still, America mourns. Hospitals are filled with people whose arteries are clogged. <laughs> <laughs> but you get my point, the though. Like, can you imagine? Taken, the glasses are gone. They're up- <laughs> but you get my point, though, right? Like that would be like you I would can be a, easily a- tell which oh, which um which McDonald's have and which don't because they're not burnt out. Us, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Move along. <laughs> point. Okay, you get my point, though, right? Right. All right. So, uh, cups. So- what kind? What kind of old Knights of the Old Republic cups do we want for the promotion three years from now? Well, here's the funny thing. The Watching guy, and I want the uh, the kid who is uh, really a robot. Because back then, kids are robots. No, I don't know. What are we talking about? I don't know. You asked me what what character from the Old Republic. Oh, I thought you meant like the imaginary one where it wasn't canon. Oh, I don't know. No, I thought I was just I figured it would be a Darth Revan cup. There'd be a Darth Malak cup. 
Um, what a nihilist I, topper. On a, yes, yes. You know? So, who do you want your cup? Well, no, here's the thing. I'm watching this trailer, and a lot of their armor is very, like, night reminiscent of it. And there's uh, five trailers total. There's three for the main game and two for the expansions. And the two for the expansions have, like, the girl, and then the other one has the two brothers uh, and everything. And yeah. Well, but, well, even that, too. Like, you look at Kylo Ren's design. Kylo Ren is derivative of Revan's mask. Like, there nothing is. Nothing in some... Star Wars changes. No, we but. We need like, to accept this. But, but, okay. Think about that. Let's say they do want to incorporate Revan into this thing. They're gonna have to. They they can't do that because Ky, they drew inspiration for Kylo Ren's mask from Revan. That's maybe that's what too. like the uh, maybe that's what the uh, Knights of Ren are coming back with. They oh go, like, no! Oh god! Oh. Rust just figured it out. Kylo that's Ren's a, mask is like a relic from the old Republic. Oh no! That's why it had to be reforged. God damn! And yeah. that's Rust. why Snoke hated it. And that's oh what, man! Was, it was in the Emperor's possession, and he was uh, he was oh, Harry Potter to it. Russ, why did you have to go and do this, Russ? <laughs> we had to put it together. Oh, Russ put put it together much like Kylo Ren does in The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, oh man, above average podcast, though, Zach Weber. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because uh, Russ Ryan who ruined The Rise of Skywalker for Zach podcaster. <laughs> oh, hey, I did it. Remember Alderaan, down with the Empire. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. <laughs> No, but I mean, he's not wrong. I know he's not wrong, and that's why I'm kind of mad because I could see it's it's funny. I was watching the honest trailer for Avengers Endgame today, and they made a joke like when they do. Their Wait, thing they did the one for that? Yeah, it came out like yesterday, and they did oh. made a joke in that being like when they do like all their like things about starring, like starring this, and they're like starring the five backdoor pilots to Disney spinoff or uh, Disney Plus spinoff series. And I could very well see them doing that. Where, think about it, it'd be a perfect way to tie it into the current movies. It'd be a nice little door left open at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. It's like, oh. Oh. Ross, do you work for Lucasfilm? I cannot. I cannot. uh, Are you J.J. Abrams? Are you J.J. Abrams? (laughs) Where's your mystery box? Zanger, should we tackle him? I think I see there's a question mark somewhere. Stop. (laughs) Get him! <laughs> Hold him down, Zenger. Pin him down. I can't. He's I'm got a box. Steven. Steven. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steven Spielberg just swung in. He's dressed as Indiana Jones, and he saves J.J. Abrams, and they run away. <laughs> <laughs> and how are they going to tie Indiana Jones in too? Because they got that's the last chance. This when that's Chewbacca that's ne- crashes in the woods, like the comic. Oh, that'd be great. Wouldn't it be great the fifth Indiana Jones movies like that crossover they do with like Star Wars? Yeah, like, you find Falcon. Bigfoot. Yeah. That'd be great. That now that I could get on. If they did actually something really meta with India, like, you know what to be funny? Make Indiana Jones kind of like a Deadpool character in that sense. Be like, oh, Indiana Jones is like hunting for Bigfoot, and it turns out to be Chewbacca. Like, do that. Like that'd be a, like, you know what? That'd be a fun premise. I'd rather see that than see like like Harrison Ford crashing his plane into like a field somewhere. But they'd have to end it like that because by the end they would become friends and they would be flying together. <laughs> exactly. Indiana Jones Five wasn't that supposed to come out like originally July 2019. Wasn't that like the original like yeah, tentative release it... date? 
Yeah, it was something like that. It was supposed to be by now, I'm sure. But it's just like, I love Harrison Ford, but at this point, I'm just like, he's just going to be, Joey, Joey, you know, it's, I I love him, but I don't know if that can take another Indiana Jones. I like to imagine he can take another Indiana Jones. (laughs) I mean, I want to watch it, but it's like, like, I don't, I don't um, want, I don't want like 85 year old Indiana Jones. That's not what Indiana Jones is. I don't want them do passing it off to someone and it's like they tried to do it already. They, this movie has already been passed off and he walked away. I want to see a scene in Indiana Jones 5 kind of like in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull except it being a picture of Sean Connery on his desk. It's, it's Right next to that picture is a picture of Shia LaBeouf. And it's, him, <laughs> and it's him doing the pose of like his arms like the just do it pose. I want that. <laughs> and that's, the, that's the, the picture frame on the desk. Perfect. And there's an older short round there with still with a baseball cap and a jersey on. <laughs> no, it's the exact same that cap was, and, and shirt, and it's too small for him. Like it's, it's just like small. it's so awkward. He's, still work, <laughs> he's been working for him for like fifty years or thirty years or whatever. And he still has the same outfit on. He's never changed it. It's like ten <laughs> times too small. You watch your mouth, Mark William. <laughs> <laughs> Now, okay, I can get on board with that. I know what I want to see that movie. <laughs> Think about it. Chewbacca. I'm sorry, Indiana Jones goes hunting for Bigfoot, discovers that's Chewbacca, and Shia LaBeouf and Short Round are there. Like, come on, like you know what? I'm sold. Game yeah, on. they're getting like a little buddy adventure they have to go on. Game on, folks. And the you rest is Star Wars. They can just go drink. You know, I think it'd be interesting. What, I, it's funny. This is not really specific to this conversation, but I was thinking about it. Is it like now that Disney owns like the Alien series, the Predator series, we could start getting like crossover things now. Like, you know, like in the comics, they would do things like Batman versus like the Predator. Yeah. And like, like yeah. could we? Could they actually? I'm not saying in a movie. I'm not saying a movie. But could we actually get like a Star Wars comic where it's like I don't know. Darth Vader versus the Predator or something. Could we? <laughs> no, could, he, could, he finds that planet. I mean, it could just exist. Oh, I thought like, you I, were going to go with Indiana Jones finds like Predator, uh, you know, remains and, and he, he stumbles onto one of those temples, like from Alien something versus like Predator. That. Yeah. Because I know, I think it was Eckhart's Ladder, the YouTube channel, did a video like, oh, what would happen if there was a fate, like an alien face hugger infestation on a Star Destroyer? <laughs> And I'm like, you know what? As stupid as that sounds, it sounds like a great concept for oh, a movie. That does sound cool. And like, it has to fight a Dianoga at some point because it goes through a drain. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that sounds like a great premise for a movie. Like, like a bunch of stormtroopers go to, like, LV-426, bring back a face hugger, and there's an infestation then they have, that's, of aliens That's why they board. were smuggling. That's why he was smuggling Rathars because he ships them in and they, they fight the, the predators that are stoned on a ship that's been taken. So, go. wait a second. Then my question always is always a bigger fish. If they, if the face huggers <laughs> get on the stormtroopers, would they just miss every time they like were like actually like no, turned into skull, full xenomorphs? The, the skulls would look like helmets, and yeah, they probably <laughs> would not be. But th- imagine that cross up. Maybe imagine the merch from that. I want to get that at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a that's that's like a five guys. You guys have those, right? Yes. Yeah, we have five. Okay. Come on, Zinger. They don't give toys out at five guys. You could have said Chick Fil A. God, no, they're too Christian. They wouldn't do the alien thing. Probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they always had the lamest toys. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> they're all Back- health related and stuff. 
but okay, old Republic not. Okay, Zenger, anything else that you want to get out of this old Republic conversation? I feel no, like I mean, kind of I, derailed you. I, I want it to be prequel esque. Like I know that's a dirty word, but it's like this has every right to be prequel esque, flippy and completely out there beyond reason. Yeah, do the big I, stuff. They're not do, yeah. really doing it in these movies too much where they're not they're trying to go like look, it's all practical. We know you were this is like the prequel response movies we're seeing. It's like, okay, they know that when we, they give us like prequel elements that people love it. Like Space Jimmy Smith's coming back in Rogue One. It was like, oh yeah, this is like all right, like I like that. That's really cool. But I mean that's I, I, I want it to be like this is your free pass to be as ridiculous as you want. I feel. So yeah, that's, that's go just me. full blue glowy stuff. Blue glowy stuff. Well, could, they can go back to that. I don't think there've been hardly anything like that. Like we saw a ton in the prequels, especially Phantom Menace with the Gungan stuff. That whole that whole lit up experience of that just that you know the giant outside battlefields. We haven't really had any of that in uh in the new movies yet. Like a big open battle. I mean the that yeah. great battle was just so sparse and like. Giant. We only have like six dudes. Yeah, we only have like ten ships against this. That's our land battle. Yeah, why couldn't they just waste them all there instead? Like, let them all get there first. You didn't have to have that scene of picking them all off or doing. What if they all got there and they were like, "We got look at all this stuff." Now it is like a big battle. But easily been. They could have done the same exact story. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We need to see yeah, the speeders against walkers. It ha- every single thing in Star Wars has to connect. The worst thing that ever happened to Star Wars was the line, it's like poetry, it rhymes. It rhymes because every yes. it, it's it's a blanket excuse to plug nostalgia into any part of the film, whether it needs it or not. Yeah, it's just too bad. So I still your, love them, though. In your old Republic movie, what what how far into the film do we go when we see a walker versus speeder battle? Beginning of Level episode three. two. Oh, jeez. You're, you're going for the lowest of the low-hanging fruit. You don't even wait till the end of the second film. Filthy casual podca- podcast host, Justin Zinger. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, okay, but I'm trying to think, though. If you're going to make an old Republic movie, who's your protagonist? If you do another they young woman... Yoda. How, how far could they couldn't oh, go? No, God, oh, no. no. Dang it. Russ, you can Russ, only be right so many times. Come on. Russ, like I said, we don't know what it actually is. Uh, so, I mean, how far you, ideas from you? How far back do you go to where you don't recognize it anymore? What's like? Oh, that's he's literally, he's literally the oldest thing that can connect to anything. And we would know about we would know about Plagueis already. So maybe he was just super super old too, if he could, oh, no. you know, sustain oh, no. life as far as he could. There you go. You know, we'll get a little Plagueis. It's already everyone's favorite meme. You know, it's like if they're looking at the memes that people like, they're like, oh, man, that speech by that Plagueis speech, everyone really loves that. Okay, I guess, okay, the question is, if you're Disney and you're making an Old Republic movie, do you tie, how do you tie it into Star Wars? Do you do it through just the title, which is the most bare bones thing you could do? Do you do it through the iconography, as in like droids, ships, aesthetic? Or the most direct, do you actually tie it into like character specific characters? There are names that we know, like just a name, but a, a descendant, or you know, or a pred- yeah, an heir, or not heir, like a predecessor. Yeah, I get that. So, what do you do? Do you go direct like that? Do you be a little abstract with just the iconography, or do you just the only connection it has to Star Wars is the title? 
I mean, I guess it would have to be, and it would what, just like a nebulous title, and we don't know the characters already anyway. Like they're just gonna have to. Start like I said, they got, there has to be. Yeah, there has to be just a, a, like at least a couple people we follow on some kind of journey to make it like worth anything or anything like Star Wars, you know? Well, of course, but like, is one of the characters like you said, like Yoda's great grandfather? <laughs> they would go Yoda himself before that. If they were just gonna but, but, do that, they would just make it I younger mean, Yoda. But that's yeah. what I mean. Are, then would you they have a do character that like they that? know will make it out of any situation. I would like characters that like could die in battle. Yeah, I don't. I, but okay. Do you try to tie it in? Because I think if you do tie it in, then you kind of, what's the word? You kind of create a ceiling for it to hit. Because once you tie it into Star Wars proper or main Star Wars, it becomes automatically rooted. But if you do keep it almost entirely separate outside of just a name and some some aesthetic stuff, iconography sprinkled in, I think that's your only way to sit there do this right. Because think about it. They want to get a new generation hooked on Star Wars. And I don't think these films are doing that. Like, I don't it's know. Like, to be a, it's going to be some kind of lightsaber. Uh, that we haven't seen before, maybe. Remember how that was like the biggest tie-in with Kylo Ren when you saw that? You, that was the moment where I was like, whoa, okay, we're doing something different. Almost. Well, that's well. it's interesting you bring that up, Russ, because I know in the Secrets of the Empire, like VR experience at like a couple different cities, like it's at Disneyland, it's at Disney uh, Disney Springs in Florida. The the MacGuffin of that ride is dark. You have to capture an ancient lightsaber from Darth Vader. And that oh, is that's kind of cool. And it kind of looks like a, what a Halo vibro blade, where it has like the two. It's like a lightsaber, but it has like dual blades, like Ooh. but they're like they're like parallel to each other. We've Neat. talked about it a couple oh, yeah. times. So like, yeah, it's going like, to take stuff like that. It's going to take tech you haven't seen, but that you know immediately recognize as Star Wars: a droid, a lightsaber, a blaster, a a, a triangle shaped ship. I mean, that's they're not going to. They're going to stick with the icon, you know, that iconography we all know of it. It's just going to have to, I don't know, just make it look old, new. I have no idea. That's what I mean. It's going to have to, they're going to have, see, I think we all have come to the conclusion that if they are going to do old Republic stuff, they're going to have to almost redesign Star Wars for the most part, right? Not, com- not fundamentally. They're not reinventing the wheel, but they're going to have to kind of be like, okay, they really are going to have to kind of strip it down and start. A new, if they're going to try to appeal to a new generation, because the thing about kids these days want their own thing. They don't want like their parents' hand-me-downs. Some do. I'm not hand-me-down. Handy, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's late. Um, that you get my point. Like, again, you two have no. Children. It is like it I is don't. almost hand-me-downs. It, it especially to the um to the generation that this uh, this last trilogy was you know geared for. This is the children of the children of the original trilogy at this point and they can uh, they're, they're not marketing on it as well too they they probably could have maybe so if they would have made the toys better i don't i don't know how to explain it but there was a all it's push. i mean not say push but a lot of little kids now it's their parents are in the you know 30s and 40s and 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 they want and they want their kids because they're super into it but they you know they want them into it too but yeah maybe it just didn't work as well oh it's just there's too much stuff like i'll say from my own experience my kids love star wars but they care about like streamers and in in youtube and and they you know they were but they're reading books there's just so much other franchises and marvel and everything else that like star they wars is like another Fortnite. thing to them yeah Fortnite dances <laughs> they gotta add some Fortnite dances. Old yeah, Republic Fortnite need... <laughs> dances. The crossover. 
<laughs> I like to believe, like, like somewhere, like Benioff and Weiss just turned in their notes, or, like their their first like draft for like the Old Republic movie. They get back notes from Kathleen Kennedy, and there's a giant like thing written like in Sharpie that says "More Fortnite dances." Like, we, we, we didn't have any to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> Good start, but we need more. We'll tease it in the Mandalorian, and the next thing we see, it looks like that footage from Disney Weekends, where it's just like you know, complete like dance music party. Oh my god, it'd be great! Yeah, Disney did it first, though. Those are some great videos. I'll check out those Disney Weekends where they're all dancing in front of the uh, indoor bunker at Disney Hi- hyperspace hoopla. It was so great. Oh, we did a whole episode on that, Russ. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry, I missed that. It's fun stuff. Fun stuff. But I, but you bring up a good point though, because like when I again. I was introduced I, well, to Star Wars. Wait, guys, what? What's I was going to say he actually brought up a very funny thing about the crossover with Fortnite. Is Avengers had a crossover with Fortnite? Yeah, they yes. had a couple. They did yeah. one for uh, uh, for Infinity War where Thanos came down, and, and you could play as Thanos if you mm-hmm. got the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. And then the most recent one, I forget what it was. It was something with Cap Shield or something. I don't you know. Got, um, you got losing uh, Stormbreaker. You got oh, yeah, shield. You got some. You got like a few other things too. Yeah, I don't know from playing. I know from my daughter playing obsessively. Yeah, I am not good at that it. game at all. Oh, uh, I it's it, that game's a job. I, I can't do it. I I just don't understand it. Like I tried and failed miserably. I have a question. you're the gamer oh, oh. here. Is is Fortnite kind of like Team Fortress two? Mm. Mm. I, that's a good it's question. more individual it's a, like you just want to be the last one standing in the main part of the game is team fortress like that where like 100 people drop and one person no wins? um it's not about it's actually player versus player uh, that one. but where team for i mean team fortress is more team based where you actually have to work together okay. um fortnite's more of 1v100 oh okay or there there is other modes there mode, is other sure. modes they 50 50 games and stuff like that sure okay and i think I'm the famous thing Fortnite. was a special mode you had to play oh you're you're, you're fine yeah <laughs> you should be because <laughs> i sit and play star wars battlefront 2 every day and just scream at it because of how broken it is <laughs> oh did you get anakin no they no they no what happens is that like every single like week they add like weird sort of like incentives like oh like if you i don't know get, get a like, friend to play it <laughs> well of course no one's always, ever <laughs> turned in that one no, they do all these weird sort of like promotions. They're like, oh, like if you do like I don't know, like General Grievous or something, or like Obi Wan. Like if you do like a force push, like I don't know, if the community does like two and a half million force pushes with Obi Wan, they'll give you like some like Obi Wan emote. And every single time they what? add one of these, they break something else in the game. So like they'll, they'll add an emote, but at the same time though, like there'll be this weird thing that happens called like rubber banding in the game, where like if someone strikes you with oh, a lightsaber, yeah. you can't run away from it. It just like it, rub- it, it snaps yeah. you right back to them, and like that that's gotten worse. Um, you'll be like that's... like feet away from characters, and you'll still you'll still receive damage. Um, there's so much. The game is still like every time they do something, they break it even further in the process. <laughs> And they have no intention on you go to like the subreddit for it, and like people just like just fix these issues. Don't give us extra content. Just fix the problems. And the more content, like, you say? No, like stop. Young Lando. Please. Young Lando came. Uh, they yeah, they did a lot with Solo, didn't they? They put they have Young Lando and Young Han options, right? Yes, and they did. I don't know. They did, yes, they did a lot with Solo. They did Young Han, Young uh, Lando 
uh, yeah, same slight- old chewy. <laughs> slightly goggle that- chewy. You know what's so weird though is that they did a Kessel map that's like shockingly yeah. like accurate to the movie. Yeah, I played that. That it, it, that is a really cool map. I, I that, but, they do some good stuff in that. I don't play it online much though. But they got it's the wrong Falcon. It's the Falcon without the without the escape pod and without like the radar dish. Like, they just didn't want to fix it. They're not doing all that. But you but, know what's weird though? They well, have get everything else. You got to just they, put a thing in front of it. But they have the model. You can actually fly the Lando L3 Falcon in the game. But that's that model. To do it to where it sits on the ground, it's something <laughs> you can get near. That's in a completely different model that Greg is refusing to update. Yeah. We copied that from Yavin. It's staying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly. I guess. But I uh, have to undo all the damage that Han's done to it over the past 20 years. True, true. Just, just him out there with a wrench hitting it. Getting back to the old republic, which I think I've said like fifteen times now this episode. We'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. Um, okay. Well, I was like, well, I was introduced to Star Wars back in like the mid to late nineties. My parents did not care about Star Wars. To this day, my mother like hears me talk about Star Wars and she rolls her eyes. My father, like, he enjoyed them as movies, but they were not like the be all end all that I would treat them in my life. And I just, again, how I saw the Phantom Menace, and we've talked about this, was I had fit, my mother had like a friend who had like kids my age, and she's like, oh, let's go see Star Wars. And others just like, sure, whatever. It's just something they like to do to get us all out of the house. And then 20 years later, here I am. I, I <laughs> latched on to Star Wars without anybody pushing me toward it. And I feel nowadays. And especially with the sequel trilogy in Solo and Rogue One, I don't think there the amount of kids that latch on to Star Wars because they're genuinely interested in it, not because of their parents or anybody parental influence. You could be lucky if you could fill a phone booth with them. And um, my question is, considering that I don't have any children, you two do. If you let's say let's say Kathleen Kennedy comes to abysmal my house dear dear god get her out of it excuse me abysmal podcast host zanger and (laughs) soundboard master russ and said ellie get the roast out of the oven kathleen's here (laughs) (laughs) oh man zanger russ is worse than you when it comes to these but the problem is that he makes his jokes land for the most part like like russ gives a home run most of the time but you kind of hit like a double triple that's no. I, I I step to the plate, point to the outfield, and bunt, just sprint <laughs> towards first base. <laughs> okay, but like in all seriousness, no. Like you guys have kids. Like, how would you want to get like? And without pushing your kids to Star Wars, and if you wanted to make a Star Wars product that appealed to your kids, and again, two to three years from now, so you're hitting a moving target. How would you do it? Oh man, I really have no idea because it's so recognizable to my kids already. I don't know, and I thought that things were like I've taken my kids to see uh, everything that's come out in the Disney era that I've seen in the theater with, with me. Usually, everything on opening night except Solo, but and they're still really into it. Like they dig the like they are excited, but they're kids, so like a two year gap between movies, like they've seen them enough. But I don't know how I would pull them in like brand new it would have to be probably like prequely looking like tons of lightsabers and just like a big open battle like i think like i think last jedi kind of pulled it back a little bit but that's what i think it would take it's gonna take new cool looking jedis but not not like they're those not those cartoony ones it has you know they have to be actual film great ones 
It's a spectacle. It yes. probably would have to be. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, Zanger. Without, without bunting, can, can we have a, a professional serious, Zanger? Serious podcast host Justin Zanger here. Um, well, with the older two, can you make one a makeup guide and the other one a Fortnite um, okay. uh, <laughs> ma- mashup video? And they'll be into that. But with the younger two, they just like – I mean – they recognize Star Wars. They recognize the porgs that litter this house. And it's funny because I had a Star Wars book sitting out that just had the logo on the front of it. And Quinn actually was like, oh, Star Wars. And I looked over and I'm like, huh. She just yeah, she's recognized seen it. Her, she's yeah. seen it her entire life on everything. And finally, she's in, she, she, it's become like, iconic even in her little brain already. Because she, she lives with you. And she sees yeah, it everywhere. See, see that's, that's, that's the problem. I poisoned them. <laughs> with yes i could use a better term, it's just part I of the back to. star wars is just part of the background of a lot of kids man yeah. they're just like yeah it just exists what but can i what's for me but it's one of those things where like star wars existed for me as a kid where my dad like had it like had it we'd watch it every now and then but it wasn't something that was like obsessive okay like, okay like that, that i would pause pause hold on a second. that's a good point i i don't want to lose track of it for a second because you because that's a good point what you two just said the reason why, even though your kids are kind of like have a passive interest in Star Wars, is that it was always there. It was just part yeah. of just, I don't want to say them growing up, but it was just always like woven into the fabric of their entertainment childhood. Mm-hmm. Whereas for someone like me, and I think like Zenger, before I rudely cut you off, Zenger, what you're about to say, it was this thing that was special. It wasn't ubiquitous just in your life. It wasn't ubiquitous in the culture at that time. That might be a key to this. That maybe Star Wars has to go away for a while and then come back. Maybe maybe they do understand this a little bit better than we're giving them credit for. Yeah, maybe, but I mean, it's going to be hard to just to continue. I mean, maybe because the, these new shows are seem pretty adult centric, even though they're saying and Fabro saying, and I do have faith in Fabro, but they're saying that it is for kids. That uh, yeah. I mean, how do they pull that marketing back? Because they're still gonna have stuff out. It's still gonna be out in the culture. They're gonna be. They can go to Target, and there's gonna be a whole rack of, of shirts for this. There's gonna be. They're gonna. Those pathetic looking aisles at Walmart, I bet, are gonna pick up around Last Jedi again. You know. But think about though. Like I, I know in the Facebook group, I posted a picture of the Star Wars aisle at my Target, oh, and yeah. and it is. It's pathetic. But what's gonna happen? To this quote unquote Star Wars. But there's aisle. nothing out right now that they would need to be per- putting new toys right. out for. Exactly. And that's my question, though. Like, what's the quote unquote Star Wars aisle, which has been a mainstay in toy aisles in Targets, Walmarts, Toys R Us, RIP, for the last 20 years? I think about it. The Rise of Skywalker is going to come out on Blu ray sometime in like March of 2020. And then after that, we're going to have, what, two years plus of there being no major toy lines for Star Wars? I, I guess they're really pushing for this um, streaming service. And who's to say they don't start setting up some of the next trilogy in this streaming service, too? But but that's but a streaming so I, service I do, show isn't going to have the same merchandising push as a feature film. Maybe yeah, they're it's not going to be Stranger that, though. Maybe if they really think that everybody's going to sign up and just you know put their faith that this show's going to take off, I hope it does. But what I see, I don't 
Like, it looks all awesome to me. I have no idea how, like, a kid would react. I'm talking about the Mandalorian, because we've seen nothing of, of, of Captain Andor anymore. Of Cassian, oh, yeah, Lando Cal Cassian Andor Rissian. It's, it's, it's Endor Cal Rissian. Endor Cal Rissian. That's his name. The, the Endor Cal Rissian celebration song. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, that's kind of. They could put Ewoks in the show, but you know. Well. That now that's that's called the lowest of the low hang. Go <laughs> <laughs> on episode, they could do it. All these Ewoks are dead. It could be the Empire setting up something. That it could be whoever took uh, Vader's remains. They could tell that story. This is post Jedi, right? They could they'll try to tie some stuff in. Maybe Ewok will peek out from behind a bush. You'll see. Oh no! God dang it, Ross. <laughs> Somewhere there's, there's an executive at Lucasfilm that's furiously scribbling everything Ross says. Like, oh man, this guy's got it figured out. He's he's at the vein. <laughs> like three years from now, we're sitting down to like whatever movie comes out, and there's a line about wait, remember Alderaan down with the Empire? Where does that fit into any of this? And it's like, <laughs> and someone's gonna find this episode of the podcast. Like, oh man, that Russ guy, he had it all figured out from the get go. You knew it was up. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> Was not a compliment. <laughs> no, it, I I want it now. I at least want to see. I at least go on. You could give us an Ewok in an episode. It, it would. I don't think it would kill this show completely. I'm would terrified. you be surprised? I think your helmet thing is correct. Oh, the Revan thing. It could be, man. I, that, I've I'd never thought about that until we started uh, talking about this. Because I don't. This is kind of neat. Because I, I got to say, not only do I not really listen to, it, I don't really. Uh, I never got to talk to anybody about anything with the old Republic. So yeah, it's it is interesting. And then, man, because it seems like the the like the leaks and all that are, are hinting at stuff like that. Like I've heard that the guys are coming back. The boys have been gone for a couple of episodes over the Knights of Ren, and they're coming back with something. And that's going to be the intro. Is almost like, didn't? Am I just repeating what y'all said? It's going to be like the beginning of Return of Jedi. Did y'all say that last week? I think I think we say it in the episode that came out last week that you haven't heard yet. I think I think you're actually saying something that we discussed in an episode that will be released. I'm not even joking. In like two hours from now. Oh wow! Neat. Perfect. Maybe maybe Russ isn't just an executive at Lucasfilm. Maybe he has like some sort of weird like mind reading, like precognition. <laughs> Russ might be more powerful than we could possibly imagine. Perfect. Can he blow up a planet? Like with I'm his too mind? Dangerous to be kept alive. I think we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, what's your opinion on the idea of Palpatine being so if Palpatine is reborn in this as like a younger body, i.e. Where, Matt this Smith. is in this is in Rise of Skywalker, yes. not the prequel. Cool. Not yeah, it's, not yeah. No, not I the know. prequels. <laughs> it's okay, just gotta be it's gotta be how it's done. I, I really don't wait, know wait, how wait, you could write that to make it make sense. Ross, Zach, you, tell me your theory. Okay. Tell, Zach, tell me your theory. So in total joke, but then being serious after I realized how crazy it was that it had to have been true. Um Palpatine, of course, if he is like somehow put in a younger body. He he says the line, I've become more powerful than you could possibly imagine, and is able to use the force to destroy a planet. And that's what unifies everyone to fight him. Whoa. How far fetched do you think that is of a concept? No, they're bad better not have oh no, no, no. <laughs> that's too much. No way. It, it, Wait, I would have a hard is enough... too much. 
him it's, it's having a body to line. start with, and then I was already <laughs> like, all right, he's 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 corporeal again. He's actually talking. He's not a spirit. He's not a holocron or or a hologram or some weird or robot, robot with a face. Yeah, a robot, yeah. emperor robot. <laughs> no, no, bringing down a planet. No, there didn't be something else. I, I, is there going to be a big killer machine in this? Does there have to be? Is yeah, of course I, I, there has to be. The the correct well, answer is no. no. The Star Wars answer is yes. Of course, there has to be. Ugh. Also, my exec brain is telling me he wasn't against him saying the line, so let's focus on that. <laughs> oh no! Could they act? Oh my god, no! Please don't let. Yeah, again, we complained last week about like, oh, how are they going to make this all fit into a movie? And I wouldn't be surprised like when this comes out in a few months. We're like, oh man, they streamlined so much of this. Like none of this done was, so well. I don't even know if, if so well is the correct term. It's just that they they connected it all. Like again, as much as everybody complains about the Force Awakens being derivative, like it's not it's not like a heavy film. It's rather light and brisk. Like there's not a lot going on that you can't grasp on your initial viewing of it. Yeah, it's a great watch, especially. I mean, it was a good in. Uh, like I'll say it for like for kids. Like my kids loved Force Awakens when we saw. It, but that's the thing. Maybe after a little while, they're just. I mean, you know, Star Wars doesn't just burn in them. But it's not like they didn't like the movie. Oh, God, it's gonna be a fun three years, folks. It's gonna be a fun <laughs> three years. You can all sit and watch Rise of Skywalker over and over because it's gonna be great. I hope. I hope. I, don't, I hope I don't take that back. Oh my God. You know what the sad thing is that, like, it's, I don't care how good The Rise of Skywalker is, we will not talk about it as much as the, we've done already about the, like, about the Last Jedi. Like, I could very easily see us talking about The Last Jedi come, like, April of 2020 <laughs> before, like, we start delving into The Rise of Skywalker. Because J.J. Abrams doesn't make deep films. He doesn't. That's just not who he is as a filmmaker. It's the it's funny. Everybody talks about him being like the heir apparent to Spielberg. Spielberg can make like heady cinema when he wants to. JJ does not. JJ, I can't think of a single film JJ has made where you could like discuss it on multiple layers. It's just not who he is as a filmmaker. And that's kind of I don't want to say that's the shame of of him directing this, but it's the idea that, like, oh, you watch, like, the original trilogy, and it's like, oh, A New Hope has, like, so many layers in it that to this day we're still kind of, like, mining them. Empire's just, like, has so much going on with the characters in so many different ways you can look at it all. And just so much hatred for Imperial officers from Vader. The, exactly. <laughs> and then you have, like, Return of the Jedi, and it's like, how do you scrutinize Return of the Jedi? It's not really, a, it's not designed for that. I mean... No, it it was one of those things that was perfect at the time it came out, and some of it might not stand out, but at the at the time, and and to me still, Return of Jedi is always gonna be great. Well, that's not saying that it's not entertaining. It's just not something that like like to this day. There's I would imagine there's more podcast discussions and retrospectives on the first two films than there are the third one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, probably so. mostly Empire stuff. Everybody just wants to be Empire, Empire. I love it, but. Empire, Empire. All right, Zinger, anything else about the Old Republic from either you or Russ, or, or we can put this bad boy Or back. yourself. You, you've you somehow avoided, like, voicing your, like... I don't know like, anything about it. I don't know no, anything. What, what would you want out of it? Like, if someone went here, you tell us what you want from this movie. There's a ton of boardroom executives. One of them's Pitchman Zinger, and he's like, yes, he's going to say Alita. <laughs> There's a pirate. I don't know where that came Sith. from. 
<laughs> Where'd that come from with you and Alita? Because like I, I don't, I didn't talk about that much, did I? No, you you didn't. It's just my my go to thing for what you've mentioned recently. Oh, like, to, okay. like I, I I haven't gotten an updated joke yet, so I've been mining the old ones recently. Because I keep for the record, folks, like Zegger makes fun of me anytime like a movie comes up. It's like Zach, we talk about cinematics this week. Alita again. <laughs> it's it's like I don't know like how like did I really like drive that into the ground? I don't think I did. I think I brought up like a normal amount, but I don't think I really went like over. You brought it up more than anyone else would have, which was once. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But to answer your question about an over public thing, um, I I don't know what I really would want. I think a lot of those old Republic trailers are neat. Um, I love the Republic troopers as an aesthetic, even though I don't get the idea of having having them wear armor that's very uh, clearly reminiscent of clone trooper armor. I guess my biggest thing is if you were to do an old Republic movie, forget the Jedi versus Sith. And I know they've already alluded to it in Rebels. Maybe they've done so in the Clone Wars. I, well, obviously they've done it in the Clone Wars. Um, I love this the Jedi versus Mandalorian Wars. I'd rather I'd rather have that because I know there's just was it there's the uh, one episode in Rebels where Kanan and Ezra are trying to teach Sabine how to use the dark saber and the other I forget what his name is uh, oh god Fen Rao is there the Mandalorian pilot and he's teaching Sabine how to do stuff and he's teaching her how to use like all the tricks whether it be like the uh, I think it's like the wrist gauntlets that have shields on them and Kanan like destroys them is like Sabine the Jedi the Mandalorians lost the Jedi beat them. It's like these these gimmicks <laughs> will not save you in battle. And I'd rather see that. Like, forget the Jedi versus Sith. We've already done that to death. We don't need any more of that for the time being. No, but actual Jedi versus actual Sith. Like, but we had that. It's called the Phantom Menace. We got no, like, fifteen minutes of the Duel no, of Fates. No, like, what do you want to no, see, Zanger? Like, no, it no leads offense. up to the rule. Of, think about the events that would lead up to the rule of two, it, and exactly. how that that would be interesting. And you because, could. Have it be huge in the first one, taper off in the second one to the two, and then the you know betrayals or whatever yeah. you're going to do with the next one, while a good character has grown through all of this. Exactly. Actually, maybe even do it from the premise. I mean, from the um, lead of the Sith being like the main characters and stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. They're all so, infighting mean, the themselves thing. on the Jedi or on the sidelines, maybe. Yeah, because the Jedi and Sith that we know today, the, the Sith are kind of vaguely as powerful i guess they would have been during the old republic but the jedi aren't they obviously aren't because they've they've grown soft over years of sitting there going we must stop the sith whenever they arise again how we do that i don't know but let's keep training vaguely i I'm want sure like could tell if they were back by now yeah, yes yes as as palpatine walks by going huh I still love that line from the it's from the I think it's the third cinematic trailer for the Old Republic where um they're escorting the cowboy spaceman which is the which is chronologically the first the, the first yes and I love how like oh god Satine's like something happens to her and I forget what the Jedi's name is like Satine what's wrong she's like I sense a disturbance and then like all those like Sith starfighters like pour out yeah. like, hyperspace and I love how that one Jedi character turns around and goes Sith Empire has returned as if, just, <laughs> as if it's something that just happens like an entire empire it's like oh it happened it's kind of like <laughs> spilling like a glass of milk Sith Empire has returned I, no, love, I, mean, I want that, that line all I want in the movie, I want that line. I'm repeat for two hours. <laughs> Satya, what's wrong? I sense a, a great darkness. 
empire has returned. I would love in to every see, language like, with, uh, with <laughs> subtitles. You have a uh, you know, Rodians are saying it. Everyone's saying it. Exactly. But I I want to see like a like like force stopping a lightsaber like as it's being stabbed at you and words. Okay. Like, yes. Yes. Like 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 Jedi that are ridiculously powerful because they would have to be because they constantly are battling Sith and stuff. Yeah, because we only it's just see one on one. It's sometimes two on one, as far as lightsabers go. Just lightsabers. Yeah. We saw a billion droids, of course, get hacked down, and it's been played out. Yeah, I mean, we have not. There's never been that just mass. You can't say it was the prequels. I mean, you had the arena. That's the closest thing you see to a ton of lightsabers in one places, but they're just fighting droids until the Dooku fight. Yeah. But the but the problem though is that if you do do like a huge lightsaber fight, yeah, who do you while, care about, just, right? Because they're all like equally powerful. Yeah, are they yeah. all eat super Jedi? Uh, yeah, it is hard. Like, who the hell do you care about then? It's it's the end battle of Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. It's just stuff happening. Isn't it that what no people want now? You don't recognize that's, anyone though. But that's true. Okay, yes, you are hundred percent right, Zenger. Is that what people want? Yes. Does McDonald's serve millions of people every day? Yeah. It doesn't Doing the mean same that's thing. good for you. It doesn't mean that it's good for you. Like, there's a reason why we look back to like the duel between Vader and Luke and Empire as the greatest duel of the saga because it hadn't weight to it. It wasn't like, yes, is it not as chore- choreographed as well as the duel of fates? Sure, but there's some weight to it. And I guess after that, the only really duel that has the same sort of like weight to it would be like Mustafar, where even though we know what's going to happen, it's just, it's getting there. It's like it's almost like a dance. You know how it's going to end, but it's fun watching how you get there, though. But the problem, though, is that like it's it's watching how they get there that's fun. And if you just get to that point, like yeah, it's like the you guys remember in the summer of two thousand two, all everybody talked about was the the Yoda versus Yoda. Dooku thing. And then Yoda guess man. what? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I haven't heard that in a while. But Yoda think man. about Yoda man. But we don't talk about that anymore. Like, if you were to ask a Star Wars fan right now to, to list their top ten favorite moments in Star Wars, that would have been like number one or th- like one through three in two thousand two. And yes, yeah. we have double the amount of content now that we did back then when it comes to movies. But now that wouldn't even probably rank in the top twenty for most people. So that's the thing. Like when when you start like, and that's why I think Avengers Endgame. No one's going to care. It's going to be like Avatar. Ten years from now, we're all going to be laughing about how dumb Avengers Endgame is. Because it's just spectacle. No one's gonna sit there care about like like dead behind the eyes, Gwyneth Paltrow saying to like corpse Robert Downey Jr., it's all right, Tony. You can rest now. Because it doesn't freaking matter. He put a bunch of like glowy things in his hand instead of quote that it's completely unrelated to anything else in that movie. It makes no sense. It has no weight to it. Like, yes, the Captain America hammer thing will have residence because they were building to that for how many years? Because everybody was waiting for that. But, like, that's the thing with some of this. You need weight to movies. And I hope that's what they learn. I hope The Rise of Skywalker has that. Because, for the most part, none of these movies have that weight to them. I think Last Jedi has that with the idea you have, you have Luke's final thing be an act of self-sacrifice on his own terms. But the fandom completely kind of crapped on that because they, and the actor did too. (laughs) Pretty much everybody, but the director has crapped on that. By by the way, just just as a side note real quick, thank you for posting that thing on the group. The no one hates star Wars more than, I mean, no, no, no one hates last Jedi more than, um, Mark Hamill. Yep. 
It's true. Yeah. Nobody I, I, hates I love the, the quote. Like Morgan Mark Hamill. He's <laughs> like, like, what's the quote? Okay, we'll, we'll insert the clip here. But just in case I can't find her, it's gone. It's Mark Hamill goes and says, like, if this movie turns out, or no, he goes, if everybody if, likes loot, what has it goes there? If 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 I'm great in the movie, it's because of him. If it's awful, it's because of him. <laughs> like he's basically saying, I'm washing my hands of this situation perfectly. So bye. <laughs> But the thing that's so weird about that, and again, this is another example, is that like we all hate the last Jedi. Last Jedi is the worst thing ever made, but like we're still talking about it. it was like, oh, yeah. I liked it. It's I'm not. I, I like care, it too. I don't care if you, again. I don't care Zach, if you stop like, hating it. Well, it's the thing that makes me mad about the Last Jedi. I don't care if you liked or hated it. It's the fact that it had substance. We're going to be talking about that movie forever, as Star Wars fans. It's never going. It's indelible. I think I said it on Twitter a couple weeks ago. I said like Avengers Endgame is like a Big Mac. You eat it and it's 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 you just and you crap it out. You're not going to think about. It. There's no weight. That weight sits with you. Exactly. And then you look at the Last Jedi, and whether you liked it or not, it's indelible. It's a movie that will never go away because it has so much has so much going on in it. Well, for better like or for if worse. you eat too many Big Macs. No, I don't think that's true. I think I, again, The Last Jedi is like a very I don't I don't even know what kind of meal that would be. I don't even know the meal that like, like Avengers Endgame is clearly like like a quarter pounder, but uh, <laughs> with fry, you 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 got you got the combo. You got the combo. It, and he, it comes. With it a might giant, be like, either soda. I think it's the equivalent of eating like one of those light side burgers, uh, whoppers, and dark side burgers. Getting both combos because <laughs> you want the colored bun, and you brought the other one home for your buddy or your wife. They weren't there, but you, you put it in the fridge. <laughs> you ate the dark side one later. It you will always remember that experience. Now, you, the beginning of it might have been great to you when you ate the light side burger and you felt fine, but maybe later on, you know, <laughs> you didn't feel so well. So that might be, and it, it better have come with a glass. <laughs> with, with, no oh my god no we set this up earlier it's the lead contaminated glasses they're the thing you get that you enjoy but the pain of it sticks with you for a lifetime oh i i you know what? i i don't i don't agree to that and I, you know what even though russ's analogy was horribly clunky and probably not correct <laughs> at least it's better than that one <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're coming back. They'll have that Sith Whopper again. I was about to say, I thought Russell was going to say he eat the dark side burgers like the black bun and the last year, like, uh, turned your bowel movements, like, glow in the yeah. dark. Yeah, and you never, yeah. and you never forgot <laughs> it. It's do. indelible. That's an indelible meal. <laughs> never forget. Two things yeah. that will make your bowel movement uh, glow in the dark. Uh, <laughs> Honey, Sith, get Sith in burger, here, kids. Sith burger and the last it, Jedi. Kids, it's time. <laughs> Today you become I haven't a man. seen anything like that since the angriest Whopper. I know, I know. <laughs> oh man, oh, they folks, the it's a classic black milkshake too. Oh, they did? No, no, no. The pitch black milkshake where they—I mean, not milkshake. Um, Slurpee. Oh, was that, was that a tie the, for the Chronicles of Riddick? Ah, uh, what was that for? It was a summer years ago for Mountain Dew at um, 7-Eleven. They had the pitch black, like, two. It, it was a se- Somehow a soda became a sequel to itself. Um, Zenger, was this, a, <laughs> was this a tie-in to a Vin Diesel movie? I, I don't remember what it was a tie-in to, but I had one. And, whew, man, that, that, that wrecked my inside something fierce. <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast is the <laughs> no, Oh, my God. The toilet was safe. Oh, my God. This podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> Folks, if you think it's bad now, we've got a Star Wars movie coming out in a couple of months. Can you imagine what's gonna happen like come May? Or we come have on, bring nothing. that merch. I'll be I'll bring a weekly like merch report. I'll go out there and I'll hunt it. <laughs> merch Danny's the, does merch it, report. I'm going there. I am going there. That's just gonna be every every week, um no, once a month until like the next Star Wars film, there'll be an episode of the podcast where we send Russ out to different stores and he gives a live like commentary of him walking down, walking up and down the aisles of different like Kmart's, Walmart's, <laughs> Targets. There it is. There's oh, Dio. No, what's the uh, what's the big weird guy in uh, in Rise of Skywalker? His name's big like weird guy Conrad or something. The, the one that the one that looks like a freaking snob. The big or- He looks like he yeah. He the looks like he should have been. No, he looked like he should have been like in droids or something. Uh, <laughs> his name? I don't know. The droid. I'll find him. Droid? The big orange blob guy. Yeah, no, he's, he's like the big like Claude. Yeah. Claude. That's his yeah, name. Claude. Claude. I was like. Worst naming ever. Anyways, continue. <laughs> I'll, I'll that, find him. That, I'll find a Claude. Okay, uh, you'll 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 be the first to go. I, with I don't Claude. think you're gonna have to look far. I'm sure they'll be on the clearance rack as they're released. I have a question: if you're if you're Hasbro, how many Rose Tico in General Hux figures did you make this time around? Do you, you know, wait? I was, I was you about to, to say, four? you throw a rose, you're gonna hit a Claude in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, think we have a hux. I don't that. think, I don't think we ever got a, a rose Tico, even though they've they've enticed you with the increasing amount of like discount stickers that go on it every week. <laughs> <laughs> after a while, they put enough stickers on, you know what you're buying is like a mystery oh, figure. After right a while. now. Oh yeah, I'll give my first report right now. And the cl- it's coming from the clearance aisle, uh, Walmart. Oh, here we are, and yet it's the Han Solo Kessel cardboard action set. It's usually sixty dollars. It's down to fifteen bucks. Get it? Is it really? That, and that's true. Yeah, I saw one uh, yesterday. Fifteen bucks. It's a pretty good deal for that. It looks like one of the old vintage sets, almost. Yeah, I know. I think I might get it. They had a Tie Fighter for that much <laughs> Black Series recently too. That's the yeah, toy. Yeah, they should have got that. Yeah, they should have gotten that. This is slowly just going to turn into our, our this is going to turn to something where we can point to to be like right here's where it went downhill. All right, I guess. <laughs> that moment came a long time ago. <laughs> that moment came. Yeah, I was about to say. I, I thought y'all, y'all talked like that before when I was listening before I even came on. So I'm not taking that. <laughs> this podcast was a mess the day it was launched. It was kind of like imagine they launch a Titanic and somehow already hit the iceberg going into the water. <laughs> they launch it, it goes directly to the bottom of the ocean. They, no, the no, 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 no. They christen it with with the iceberg. There we go. That's more like it. <laughs> I dub this podcast Knights of Vader. <laughs> it's been slowly sinking ever since. And we look at it, it's like somehow the harbor just got like deeper all of a sudden. It just keeps sinking lower and lower. We can't even see it anymore. And <laughs> uh, uh, his last words. Remember Alderaan! <laughs> oh, man. All right. Old Republic, final words. Zenger. Um, I want it to be prequel ridiculousness of Flippy, all that stuff, because they can do it. They have the perfect excuse to. There's nothing that says they can't. Just right. yeah, I'll say, I'll say, make it old, uh, make it scary, and tie Revan in there so we can uh, know what's going on in uh, Rise of Skywalker. I want a clean break. Give me, give me a new era of Star Wars for a new generation. Do whatever you want with it. I'm giving you a blank check, carte blanche. New era of Star Wars for a new generation. 
Make me love Star Wars. Make me go into it like I did in 1999. Doe-eyed and completely blind to anything. New. And listening to Limp Bizkit. Oh, so, boy. yes, me nowadays still. Oh, boy. All right. With that being said, so concludes this episode of Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out the Facebook group. Type Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and you will find us there waiting for you. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. Send us an email at kovpodcast at gmail.com if you like what you hear please rate and review subscribe to us on on eh, on itunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on thank you to an inferiority complex for providing our theme song check out the show notes to hear more from them for questions comments concerns or snide remarks contact me zach on twitter at cinemodies and you can come hear me on the cinemodies podcast where we'll be discussing i think key and peel Ooh. I think Campio will be discussing this week, that week. Maybe, maybe whitest kids you know. I'm not entirely sure. Come here, Rob and I discuss the John Williams sketch again. <laughs> uh, it's, again. it's a good one. It's a good one. And but enough about me. Zenger, where can people find you? Uh me, Zinger, subpar cont- I mean subpar podcast listener. No, Justin you're Zinger. the you're the Gwyneth Paltrow of podcasting for this part. Gwyneth Paltrow, podcast listeners, Justin Zinger. I'm a listener at this point. I'm not even an actual like host. You can find me. Um, oh, always nice to meet a listener. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you can find me on uh, Zingness at some point again. Yeah, Zingness is taking I'll, a break. Yeah, yeah, Zingness is taking a summer vacation, so I can focus all my time to this podcast. Yeah. We saw that turned out this week. All right, Russ, where can people find you? Uh, yeah, check out uh, Unbelievers Podcast. Uh, par- paranormal, comedy, conspiracy, Bigfoot. Uh, check out the new episode. I went to Pascagoula, Mississippi last week and did a report on wrinkly carrot-nosed aliens. Check it out. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I got to meet the wrinklies, man. I got there. There's an alien monument there. I may have may not have put a uh, unbelievers bench there. You have to find out. I might have constructed a bench in Mississippi. That's a, that's actually illegal in Alabama. So you're lucky you're one state over. Yeah, I'd like to see them come and get me. They'll never <laughs> find me. Oh yeah, that's right. I left flyers everywhere and went to their um, their town square and met with. Oh damn it! <laughs> worst, worst criminal ever. <laughs> I did this. Here's my card. Yeah, I'm just here to vandalize your town. Here's where you can find me on Spreaker. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect podcast host. Bryce Ryan. (laughs) All righty, everybody. Good night, but not goodbye. Goodbye there.